So here we go then, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Kings of Anglia Tractor Girls Talk podcast. I'm your host as ever, Roscoe. And of course, the podcast is proudly sponsored by John Fowler Solicitors. Big up Mark Eddy as ever for his support. I'm joined by my co-host and town woman skipper, Blue Wilson. And we're joined by media man, man with many roles, Kieran Stanley, as we bring you the Tractor Girls Talk official awards and quiz. Kieran's going to be the quiz master. Me and Blue will be going head-to-head to find out who's going to be crowned king or queen of this season. Uh, Blue, how are you feeling off-season? Have you got the off-season, Blue, so far? A little bit. Maybe they've kicked in today. It's been quite sunny today. So I was like, when the sun comes out, it always makes me feel like it's, oh, it's pre-season time. Um, but I've been busy this week, actually. I've got a few exams coming up. So I've had a study week, sort of a, a day release week this week, and I've got one next week. Um, so I'd actually completely forgotten about the quiz this evening. And I've already done a mock exam today, this afternoon, two and a half hours. And yeah, so another quiz. I'm, I'm actually probably more nervous for this one, to be honest. <laughs> but yeah. otherwise, all is good in the world. Um, keeping myself busy and cracking on with the stuff I need to be doing. But how are you, Ross? How's your weekday whatever been how are you doing yeah it's been good yeah i've done no revision at all for this quiz either so i'm going in blind as well blue so you've actually got me advantage just about on me because you practice for a quiz like probably more important quiz i don't know kieran come come in how how's things how big is this quiz is it gonna be is it gonna be intense are we gonna really have to work on noggings to remember things i don't think so um I think it's important to, to point out, Ross, that you are undefeated in these quizzes so far. Um, what was I going to say? For, for someone who is incredibly intelligent like Blue, her quiz record is appalling. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, you know, if you've been paying attention this season and your things lodged themselves in your memory, then you might you might just pick up these, uh, these answers. Um, I wouldn't say it's massively complicated, but, you know, I do try to test you as much as I can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I think that the one you did um, for the just before Christmas, um, the last game, the Cheltenham game in the hotel, which was a nice little setup we had there. Um, yeah, that, it was a tough quiz, but I mean, it was a good, challenging though, really challenging. We enjoyed it, and we're going to bring the awards first because maybe that will, you know, blue. Maybe some of the things we'll talk about will actually remind us for certain things, and you never know that questions could pop up. So we'll find out. Um, so let's get cracking. Then we've got the standards. Some of the, some, some of the standard awards you get from any podcast, any any place, any football club bring you. But we've got also a chucked in a few others one as well. Um, player of the season is the first one. Uh, Blue, do you want to take this one? Uh, Megan won the supporters one. Uh, Sarah won the players player. Uh, but who's going to win the Tractor Girls Talk player of the season? It is tough. It is very tough. Um, Sarah deserved winner for sure. Um, I was really pleased for her because I often feel like when it comes to awards, it's all about goals and assists. And for Sarah to win an award like that, it was really good to see. And she definitely deserves it. Been the best keeper in this league by a mile, I think. Um, But my player of the season, I've gone with the supporters. I've gone with Megan. I just think she's been a rock at the back. And for this being her first proper season, I just think she's done very very well um and i can only see her improving for next season um which yeah i think will be very very good for us so that's who i've gone with 
um, but it would be interesting to hear both of your thoughts. Yeah, I've um, I actually haven't mentioned just for the listeners out there the categories actually, just so you can play at home and you can have a little think as well. So, player of the season, most improved player, unsung hero, goal of the season, moment of the season, uh, best team performance or performance of the season, uh, best away day, and then best special guest as well. So, get yourself get have a little think and uh, let us know your choices. Uh, Kieran, who's your player of the season? Yeah, it's got to be it's got to be super mega, isn't it? Um, she has been absolutely unbelievable this season. Um, you know, stepping into a really cool, uh, difficult situation at the start of the season where you know defensive depth was was very thin. We'd lost Paige. You know, Lucy Egan was suspended. Liv obviously has a very demanding job at the police force. So you know, we were very thin defensively, and Mega slotted into that defence. And for someone who's played the majority of the season at seventeen years old, only recently turned eighteen to be an absolute colossus at the back and get her head on everything, get block everything, tackle everything, you know, smash people. Um, and even the ability to play as well, I think has been, been unbelievable. Um, so she, she fully deserves to be player of the year. I was really, really pleased to see her pick up that award at Portman road as well. After the men had just been promoted, that was a really nice accolade for her. Um, but also she's such a good person. You know, so driven, so mature, knows what, where she wants to be, will do absolutely anything it takes to get there. And um, yeah, she's, she should be immensely proud of, of what she's done in her first season at senior level. And also her dad is a, a huge part of our games with his, uh, his drumming and his chanting. Um, so not only has she, she brought stuff on the, on the pitch, but the family have also brought stuff off the pitch. So um, yeah, it's got to be Meg for me. Yeah, she's going to hat trick of votes because I've, I've picked Meg as well. Because, yeah, I've been so impressed from making her debut, playing for the under 21s as well, playing for St. Joe's. She's been incredible. So, um, yeah, Meg deservingly wins all our votes uh, for the player of the year, but also all the other players. You know, Sarah Quantra was mentioned. And uh, we've also got some input from Maddie and Neil the Diamond Reader. Um, I know they're keen listeners, but also very keen. Um, part of the, the media team as well. Maddie and Neil's just there. He's always there to help out. and he does um, other stuff as well. Um, so shout out to them. And Maddie's done all, round, all round top man, Neil. Yeah. That's the, diamond. the diamond. The diamond. The diamond. Yeah. Um, you may have seen him on other videos and content. He's done a lot of filming for me as well. So shout out to him. Um, but yeah, Maddie and Neil have both gone for EK actually. Um, and she has been fantastic. EK, of course, our previous episode was um, with EK talking about her season and, of course, talking about the Oxford game. But um, no, fair play. I think another decent. Um, choice in terms of player of the year. So uh, EK gets Maddie and Neil's votes. Uh, let's go over to then the most improved player. I'm going to start with you, Kieran, for this one. Uh, who are you giving it to? Yeah, I'm going for Boz. I think, you know, she's she's switched positions this season, um, gone into that, into the central defence alongside alongside Meg, and she's had to be the, the senior of the two. But it's just been incredibly consistent all season. I know at the start of the year when she first started playing there, it was a little bit of um, taking getting used to. And I know she wasn't comfortable sort of in the early stages, but once she began to learn the role and she grew into it and the confidence grew, like she's just been superb all season long. Um, it's been a huge part of, um, you know, the, the defensive unit that have conceded the least amount of goals in the league and kept the most clean sheets. She's also contributed with goals and assists going forward as well. 
has become a you know a set piece taker. And I also think you know it's one thing I spoke to her about in a, in the post match after the Oxford game is this is her first season at the club where she stayed fit the entire season. You know she's been plagued with injuries in the past. She, she'll joke and say she's got glass ankles, but not this year. She's been consistent. She's been there every single week without fail. And I think she deserves an immense amount of credit for how she's taken to that new position, the level she's played at, and the importance that she has for the team now. So, um, you know, fair play to Boz. Very, very good season. Yeah, good choice. Blue, who are you giving it to? Well, I, I thought this was a difficult one. Um, I had two, but I'm going to be different. I'm going to be different from you, Karen. Um, I went with Summer. Summer Hughes, or Hughes <laughs> as everyone else, <laughs> everyone else Come pronounces. <laughs> Summer Hughes. <laughs> Hughes. Yeah. Um, yeah, all in all, very quiet character. But I think when you compare her at the start of the season where she'd made a few appearances and she'd sort of broken in really, but she hadn't, hadn't properly yet consolidated her place. Whereas now I feel like she is reliable. Um, there's been some performances this season where I've been like, I've gone, I've gone at the end of the game and said, "Summer, that was, that was very, very good." And she sort of puts her head down and says, "Thanks" or whatever. But she needs to realise it, um, and perhaps that's one of, I guess that's one of her areas to develop. Um, but yeah, for, for me, I think the progress I've seen in summer, um, maybe not realised as much as others. Uh, I've been really impressed by. And similar to Meg, she's got that great attitude. She'll go about her business quite quietly, um, but incredibly driven character. Um, and obviously covers if there was a if there was a, an award for most of the pitch covered, most total distance covered, she'd be winning that one too. Um so yeah, I hope the, the progress continues, but I think she's she's had a really good under the radar season. Yeah, two things though I think she needs to work on. Um score a goal. And come on the podcast. Yeah, um, <laughs> you know what, Ross? I'd agree with that. Yeah. Great things, yeah. Yeah, um, but good season, Summer. If you are listening, good season. But um, score a goal, and uh, uh, yeah, I, I, just, I want all of our players to score goals. Sarah next season, she needs to come up yeah. from a corner and head it in. So it was yeah. very promising in pre-season when she scored against Wolves. We're kind of thinking, yeah, okay, maybe this year the first goal is coming. And I guess you could say the same for Meg as well, because yeah. she's saying all season that you know she's going to score and it hasn't happened yet. And um, there's a few players in the squad that are yet to get their first goal. I'm still waiting for Kyra's first goal. Yes, true. Um, I, I thought that was going to come at MK Dons, where it kind of fell to her at the back post. But yeah, at some point those three players are going to going to score. It's going to be seen. So it's a really important goal as well. Uh, well, a goal is a goal, so I'll let you, I'll let you off that. It's a goal. Um, I want to be different as well. I would say Boz as well, because, yeah, this has been her first full season without injury and she's been fantastic. And I think Kieran as well, she's improved in her interviews. I think a lot of players have improved actually doing player interviews and stuff. So shout out to all the players. Um, I'm not saying you weren't good beforehand, but I just feel they've improved, haven't they, Kieran? Back me up here before. Yeah, I yeah, I think that there has been a lot of improvement, actually. And, and I will say Boz is... is up there with with one of the elites, I think. Oh, wow! Yeah, that's, a, that's an award actually, Kieran. Yeah, I think of all the interviews, media, basically best media player of the year. I'm putting you on the spot oh, here. Right, I've got to do this now. Can I not think about this? You can. 
let me think about it because yeah. we're doing um the last category is best special guests and Kieran's oh, not yeah, really involved in that, so that's our choice. So you're going to be yeah, best media person, okay. interview person. Yeah, yeah. Let me have a think about it. A little think. So you have got a little while. Uh, my most improved player. I don't know. It may be a strange one, but um, I think it's got to be Anna Gray because she scored more goals, she's got more assists this season. Last season, she you know she scored a few goals and got assists, but I don't think she. I don't know. She didn't hit the heights as what she has this season. Um, so that's just my choice because yeah, she's golden boot, which we've not had a goal. What's what's it been, Kieran, since last time we had a golden boot? Is it- so yeah, to, to clarify, Anna's the first new golden boot winner since the 2015-16 season. Um, so 2015-16 was Tash's first season at the club. She won the golden boot that year. So yeah, every year it's been her up until this season. Which has been some run, to be fair. Very much so. So yeah, props to to, to Tash, but uh, yeah, Anna Gray just gets mine for most improved because I and, just only, feel... and only missed out by one as well this yeah. year. So it was not yeah, it was close. It was very very close, close, which is good. I like, I like to see that when you know there's plays and double figures and you know they're close, not just one person running away. And we're relying on one person scoring the goals this season. I feel like everyone sort of took their part and was scoring goals. So uh, that's it. Uh, that sort of segues nicely actually until uh, next category. Unsung hero, Blue. Who's getting your pick? So I went Boz for this one. Pretty much for the reasons you sort of said for most improved, Kieran. Just because we were in such a sticky position with uh, the centre-back situation um, at the start of the season. And Boz has, whenever I've known her, she's been a right-back, out-and-out right-back. She's always been there. I don't think I'd ever seen her play centre-back. And it's almost like you get chucked in at the deep end. Uh, but how she's adapted when there's really been no room forever, forever, for error, Jesus. Um, and alongside Meg, who, again, isn't very experienced at centre-back, those two have done unbelievably. Um, so that is, yeah, Boz is mine. OK, and uh, I forgot to mention uh, Mad Maddies and Neils. Of course, we're going to have you guys involved the whole award category. Um, yeah, most improved. Uh, Neil has done Megan. I don't know, because it's a, a debut season, um, yeah. so fair enough. And Maddie's also gone boss because of changing position and doing really mm-hmm. well. So um, good choices there. Uh, Kieran, your unsung hero. You can't pick me. Can't pick me. <laughs> <laughs> you wish. Um, Blue, you said something on the podcast last week where you said the, that fours are the best position, right? So I think every team needs a four that can just get stuck in and break up the play and just be an absolute anchor, quarterback, linchpin in the team. Uh, and that is Kyra. Every team needs a Kyra. Every team needs a blue. Players that, that literally just are so pivotal um, to to holding the team together like glue. Um, so I just think she's... Obviously, we know she had a great season last year, one player's player of the year. Obviously, suffered that horrible injury on the opening day of the season. And then she came back in January like a woman possessed. And she was just absolutely outrageous for weeks. And I just remember sit, like standing there going, I just cannot believe what I'm watching here. This is just unbelievable. Um, and I think, yeah, that is that is so important to every team because we have some great ball players in midfield, like, you know, Bonnie and EK both like to get on the ball and create things. Same with Lucy O'Brien, Braz. Um, but Kyra is, is so different to them in the, in the sense that 
she'll just give the ball to someone who can do something with it, but she'll just win it back no matter what. Unbelievable at dropping her shoulder and turning out of pressure. Uses her body really well. Um, creates space really well. And just in some of the biggest games we've had this season, the Lewis game, the Watford game, Oxford, just so, so good. So, yeah, for me, you know, Cairo is massive for this team and, and she's my unsung hero. I like that. I like that. Um, That's a great shout. Yeah, very good shout. Oh, no. uh, yeah, wishing I could change my answer, but Boz, you still get it. Oh, no. yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, going to mention so Neil's gone quants um, Sarah Quantrill of course goal and I think that is what Maddie's gone for as well and that is my pick as well because uh, no no she's um, Maddie's gone Meg Meg Waring because um, yeah she, I think she deserves that as well player of the year of course but another unsung hero um, but yeah I've gone for Sarah because um, yeah goalkeepers they say they're not that the phrase is they're not sexy, are they, goalkeepers? But she's kept the clean sheets. She's been... Oh, know, dear. That's all right. That's all right to say, isn't it? Um, but, yeah, I think Sarah's been fantastic this season. So, um, shout out to Sarah. She gets my Unsung Hero Award. Um, but, yeah, Golden Glove again for another season. Um, and she may not the most... You know, she doesn't... She's not the most vocal, is she? But... I feel she's one of the leaders in the group as well, even though she may not shout and blah, blah, blah. She's still one of those great characters. So, um, yeah, there we go. Goal of the season then, Blue. Where are you going with this one? And no, you can't vote for yourself from a year ago. <laughs> Can we just carry that one forward? Or yeah. I think it'd win it this year, though. Uh, yeah, it probably would, to be fair. Yeah. Um, but we're not going to do that. It's not good for my ego. Um, I have gone with... Maybe a bit of recency bias in here, but I don't care. I'm saying it anyway. Freya's goal against Oxford, last game of the season. Just the pace. Oh, my. The way she knocked it past the centre-back. I was just, like, watching it, I was just like, wow. Um, and I think it's been the biggest wow moment this season for me. So that's what I'm going with. A bit controversial, maybe, because there are, there are a lot of other good goals in the mix. But... Um, Perhaps the the fact that it was such a big game adds to that as well. Um, but I know they played it at a wars evening, but Brazero's goal, I can't remember who it was against. There was like loads of build-up. And if at the end it sort of got a bit muddled, it was like there were so many passes. The clip was about like two minutes long where we passed it all around, made it um, really good possession. And then as it's crossed in, there's a bit of, a bit of sort of congestion in the box. But if that had been... A clean finish that would have been mine, but I've gone with Freya against Oxford. You're thinking of Tash's goal against Plymouth, aren't you? Maybe I thought Where it was zero. Yeah? Over the top and Pest gets taken out by the goalkeeper after about twenty passes. That was one of the contenders we put up for goal of the season. Oh, I thought that. Yeah, no, that is right. Brazil so, um, hit a worldie against Watford, didn't she? Yeah, ignore that. Yeah. It was Tash's goal. Yeah, it's fine. fine. Yeah, Pest could have scored like the. The, that first one, yes, like, that, would, that have would have been, yeah, that would have been it, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Maddie, Maddie's gone for Brazero's goal against Watford, um, and also Nia's goal against QPR. Um, I will admit with this um award, I didn't really know what to choose, I f- forgot pretty much all of our goals. Um, sorry Good. to say, um, because <laughs> yeah, I just I forgot, um, and I, I haven't got access to all the footage these days, so um, it's a bit tricky. So I've just been I was trying to follow you guys' lead. So, uh, Kieran, are you gone for? 
Okay, so it's important to point out that Nia actually won the official goal of the season yes. for her goal against QPR, as chosen by those in attendance at the end of season dinner. Um, I think, I mean, I voted for Braz's goal that night against Watford. Um, I just think the importance of the goal, the finish, the run. Also, if we were handing out an award for assist of the season, Summer Hughes would get that all day long because the ball she puts through to, to send to Braz for the goal is outrageous. It's so good. Absolutely outrageous. Um, so that would have been my goal of the season, but unfortunately, I think it was topped on the final day. I'm going to go with the same with Blue. Like, it's not just everything you mentioned, Blue. It's Sarah, short from the back, one-touch football, laugh inside to Lucy O'Brien, clip round to Anna, sent down the line, blazing pace away from the two defenders, and then slotted in at the near post. It's just from from back to front in the blink of an eye. And it's just an incredible goal. We saved the best till last. Ultimately, you know, it wasn't a title-winning goal, but it certainly would have been worthy of that. Uh, do you know what, actually? I've got I've got a pick, actually, now. I can't remember the goal. I don't know how it came about, but it's just come to me. Because I think, the, once again, as Kieran, you mentioned the importance of the goal. And it's actually Tash's goal at Billericay. Because, you know, we lost two games in a row. We went there. It wasn't the greatest game, was it, to watch? Second half, though, Tash's goal. And I just loved the celebrations, even though it wasn't near me. It was the other side. So I was, like, fuming. But I was also happy because we scored. Um, so I just been selfish there. But um, it was just... I felt it just for everybody involved, or even the bench and everyone else, I just thought that was so important. And, yeah, I loved the celebrations. And, yeah, we won the game, of course. So I can't remember the goal. Kieran Blue, can you remember the goal? It was a cross near post finish, was it, Kieran? Uh, yeah, so, um, yeah, Laff has sent a long ball down the left to Anna. She blazes away from the fullback, crosses it low into the area. Tash basically runs from uh, her own half and then just gets on the end of the cross and smashes it in the top corner first time. Um, now, Go for those on. that haven't seen the clip, it's fantastic. And we talk about this all the time at the training ground where just as Tash is about to score, you can hear someone from the crowd shout, finish it! <laughs> And it just makes that clip every single time. Um, so, yeah, no, I, I love that. Also, a special mention for probably the funniest goal of the season, which was Pesk's face, yeah. face goal at London Bees away. Um, yeah. Her first goal since coming back from injury smacked her in the face. Um, but the, main, the way she manages to divert the ball with, like, a cheek is just incredible. Like, <laughs> it's just, it's fun. every time I see it, it just cracks me up. Um but yeah, it, it won us the game, so fair play. It did, yeah, it did. Yeah, I think sometimes, okay, yeah, you want to see a well deal, you want to see a well um, put goal, but sometimes just the important goals or just uh, you know those sort of goals is, is great. Uh, what one thing Neil Diamond's picked? He's picked Ollie Turner's goal against Cheltenham. Um, basically, just said nice moment for her and top bins. So there we go, good choice, uh, Neil the Diamonds. Uh, Blue, uh, actually, no, Kieran, we'll go with you next. Moment of the season. I have a feeling we may echo the same answer, but you never know. It could be different. I've, I've gone too early here, but you, Kieran, you've kind, of, kind of killed my vibe, really, because I've gone for Tash's goal against Billericay. Mm. <laughs> um, I mean, Joe had, Joe had spoken recently, actually, I think it was in an interview with the BBC, saying he'd never felt so much anxiety going into a fixture before because. We'd lost the first two fixtures. We had a skeleton squad. Confidence was low. You know, we, it was a really, really difficult start to the season for us. And we had to win that game. And it was nil-nil at half-time, really cagey, really nervous. And then, obviously, that goal happened. You know, 
once again, a, a, a fast goal from back to front. The great sound effects from the crowd smashes it top corner and probably up there with the best celebrations of the season. But just so much raw emotion and, and probably relief because had we not got the result that night, it could have been a completely different picture for our season. Um, and yeah, it was, yeah, there was a lot, a lot of relief come out of that, a lot of emotion. Um, and, and that really set our season off and running. So that for me, moment of the season, definitely. Yeah, I had a bit of a mood change that night because I remember someone coming over to me at half time and said, oh, you know, how are you feeling, Ross? I went, that was, that was rubbish, wasn't it? Um, and then at full time, I went, oh, well done, girls. Well done. Well played. Uh, and a relief, you know, for everyone. I think everyone just connected. I'm sure Blue, you know, that was just swell just for, for the skipper there. Just the relief that we finally got three points on the board and, you know, we're now going to move on from the bad start. Yeah, for sure. It was definitely a lot of relief. Right? And I can see why that was a moment of the, of the season for you, Karen. That was definitely in my one of the options for me. Um, because I think everyone at the start of the season is like the most important thing is starting the season as you mean to go on. So what, what happens when you start really poorly <laughs> and then you've got to pick yourselves up and... You know, there's you just worry sets in. Worry sets in that you know what's going to happen. Like we had, we were so close last season, but what if we can't do it this season? What if we can get nowhere near? Um, and all those doubts start to fly about. So it was that moment of like, you know what? We we are still the same team. We can do better than last season. Um, we're only three games in. We can do this. Let's get back on track. So a really sort of crucial moment um, for sure. I went with, I went with, it's a difficult one because it was almost like a shift in mindset behind the scenes for players and staff and those involved, which maybe supporters weren't aware of, but it was when we drew one all with Watford away. Um, and I don't know if there was quite a few fans there, very loud fans. It was the start of or the first sort of time I remember our fans really having a presence, a noticeable presence where you're like, wow, okay. Um, but we we led and then in the final like minute or so, um, Watford equalised. Um, so it ended up in a one-all draw. But at the end, um, we had a huddle and Joe did his normal sort of speech um, and they tend to vary. And he, he told us a story before the game and it linked perfectly with what happened that day, absolutely perfectly. And from that moment and him sort of speaking to us as a squad, something changed. And obviously we went on to win the next, what was it, 10 games in the end? Nine games? Yeah, 10. I mean, we didn't we didn't lose. So that, that was the moment of the season for me. Something switched. And I don't think, perhaps we didn't realise at the time, but looking back and reviewing the season as a whole, Something happened that day, which meant that we won the next 10. Um, and I don't think, I think Joe said it to us uh, at the training ground. He's like, I'm not sure if we win that Watford game, I'm not sure we win the next 10. So, yeah, it's, it's hindsight's a great thing and no one will ever know. But that's the that's the moment of the season for me. And I'm, I think we'll be on the pod. I'm not sure he's told the Chinese farmer story, but um, we'll have to get him on because he loves telling it. Do you know what? Just off the back of this, for anyone that knows the Chinese farmer story, I'm not going to tell it. I'll let Joe 
tell that. But he messaged me last night when Sheffield Wednesday equalised in the last minute and put Chinese Farmer. And that's all he put. <laughs> he sent me the same. Yeah. Um, and I was like, you don't go a single day without thinking about this, do you? No. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, that's, that's his philosophy. Um, and I've got to say, this season, his huddles and his team talks have been unbelievable. Like, even like Regan has said, because Regan films them for, you know, our little behind the scenes things. And sometimes he comes over to me and he's just like, oh my God, like, you should have heard what Joe said. Like, in this, so it's great. And I think the players are really sort of taking that on board. You said, Blue, that that, that Chinese farmer speech after Watford captivated the squad and led to a 10-game winning run. And yeah, it, Joe deserves a lot of credit for the way he's handled these these huddles and team talks. So um, big up to the gaffer. It depends if he wants to share this secret, because I know. Maybe oh, he loves to... telling the Chinese. Oh, honestly, Whenever he gets a chance. I know he'll be listening yeah. to this, okay. but he loves it. And it is great, because it would have been so easy on that day to to concede a last-minute equaliser, to go, oh, well, we we did enough, but, you know, sometimes we're just unlucky or whatever or just palm it off or or even be like, oh, that's it, our season's over or whatever. But the, the mindset he sort of pushed us down and showed us, because as players, you know, we have a choice of following the coach or not following the coach. The coach makes things easier, and especially in Joe's case, that is pretty easy to get on board and we're we're all on, on his sort of train, I think, as he used to call it back in the Essex days. I'm not sure, but there's been there's been various analogies. Um, but the way he spun that sort of disappointing result, we didn't deserve that, but he spun it so that actually it fueled the next 10. Um, and the foresight he had at that time, I think, is a big reason why we were so successful. Um, in the last half of the season. No, nah, good choice for moment of the season. Yeah, as we said, we are going to have Joe on the podcast to do a, a big, big season review so he can share that story and share some other stories throughout the season, I'm sure, because it's been a very, it's been an interesting season. Um, some ups and downs, of course. So um, tune into that next up. But um, we've got to bring you my moment of the season. And um, it's probably an obvious one. Um, Maddie and also Neil have chosen this. And it has to be so really on away days. Huh? Rooming yeah. with me on away days. <laughs> uh, that, that, that comes up with the best away day um, category. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, uh, not, not your snoring, Kieran. I'm sorry, not your snoring. Um, now, it's got to be for me, So Pesket, Blue Wilson, and even Sophia gets a shout as well. Um, seeing all three of you return this season, um, who, you know, have gone through really serious injuries, had had surgery have to go through rehab. Um, you know, it was lovely to see Pescott make a return against Luton. Um, that was a great day for all of us involved, weren't it? Um, for her to come on, get an assist as well. Um, and then, yeah, of course, yourself, Blue, making your return um, against Plymouth. At AJ Arena as well, getting that ovation from the crowd. And then Sophia, I know it was an academy game, but just there was just great to see her run on the pitch and um, just come back. So, um yeah, it's great to see all three of you play. I know Pescott's been one of the, the one who's played the most out of all of you and Blue. I'm sure, sadly, you haven't played a game since, but um, I just felt it's got to be got to be got to be a mention for for, for the, you guys returning. And uh, and also, I want to mention what Maddie's actually mentioned as well: uh, Joe hitting a hundred games this season as well. 
Um, it's, it's, it's probably very rare, probably in the women's game, that a manager gets to sometimes 50 games, but for him to get to century games is incredible. So um, shout out to Joe once again, because 100 games. And Kieran, his record is just incredible, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Um, but I'm not surprised because I, I, I obviously have now worked with him for, for a long time and I know how much work and whatnot he puts into things, how much passion he has for the team, the club, the game as a whole. Um, so it doesn't surprise me. He's, he's a fantastic manager uh, and that record is only going to keep getting better and better. Um, but no, I just want to touch on what you said, Ross, about the returns. I actually considered that as my moment of the season. I feel like the returns were a bit different. So, like, Pesk came on, did really well, you know, came back in, was it November, I think it was, or October, one of them. Um, and obviously done well. And full-time was really overcome with emotion. You know, I think the whole team went and embraced her. She spent some time with her family, and it was a, you know, a big emotional day for her. Um, and then I remember... I remember going to see Blue at full time after her return against Plymouth. And I was sort of gave Blue a hug and said, well done, mate, you, you did it. And she was just like, yeah, it was all right, wasn't it? <laughs> it was just like completely contrasting emotions. Two very different characters. And I just thought, you know what? I wouldn't have expected anything else from Blue, to be honest. Um, but yeah, no, that, that was that's something that stuck with me this season. You kind of had Pest kind of like really overwhelmed and like, and then Blue's just like, yeah, I played football. Yeah. <laughs> like that, yeah. Both were very special special moments. Um, I, I, I didn't even, I completely forgot both had happened. That's how, that's how, I don't know. It's weird, isn't it? It's weird. Yeah. On to the next um, one. Do you, yeah. do you remember like that kind of what it was like to, to run on? Like, obviously I was giving it all singing and dancing on the microphone for you at, at the ground and, the, the drums were going, they would bang in and, and then shout in blue and things like that. Like you got a standing ovation from the crowd. Like, did you hear all of that or were you just so in the zone at the time? I don't uh, like, I'd like to say that I was so in the zone that I didn't even, like, I was so like, but I, I, I remember hearing sound, but like, if you ask me now, I couldn't, I couldn't tell you what it was. Um, but the, was it Regan or you who did a great video um, of me like warming up? And then yeah, yeah, was, I was warming up for ages. That, yeah. And uh, yeah, I was warming up for ages. And then jo- I was just standing there like, Joe, put me on, please. <laughs> Not sure yeah. I can stay here any longer. Just put me on. It took ages. I remember just standing there um, and being like, come on, Joe. <laughs> you can out now. Um, but I don't know, you, you big it up so much in your head and you're like, you, that's all you think about when you get told that you've done your ACL, you go through that whole process and in the, in your mind, you, you've always got that return game in your head. As much as you try and not think about it, it's always there. And then when it's there, I always knew it was going to be less, not less than what I expected, but just it's just a game of football, isn't it? It's just a game of football. And yeah, I I guess I was just happy and I didn't want there to be too much drama about it. And yeah, it's just not me. I, I don't want a big parade and whatever. I just want it to be, I I guess the ideal is that I just play football again. It's just normal. That's, that's the dream. Um, so if I can sort of simulate that a little bit whilst I'm still trying to get back, it's 
it makes it a lot more enjoyable for me, I'd say, instead of it being a big show and, oh, congrats, Blue, or whatever. I don't know. I guess it's a matter of opinion. Um, and obviously, Pest gets a bit more emotional or a bit more emotionally available than me. But um, bless her. She she had a nice comeback game. I really enjoyed watching her come back. Yeah, but um, I'm, I'm putting all the bells and whistles on at Blue. It's my moment of the season. Your, your return, Pest okay. return, and also Sophia's okay. return. So that, that's, that's my moment of the season. It's so a good shout. Yeah, definitely. Um, now, best performance or best team performance, whatever you want to do, you can do individual performance or team performance. I don't mind. Uh, Kieran, what's yours? I thought about the obvious being Cheltenham because obviously it was 8 0, um, and we were ridiculous second half. I think first half we went overly great, to be honest. Um, the second half was was something else but I think that was more a sense of I think that the wheels just come off Cheltenham completely in the second half paired with the fact of how good we were but I've gone for the win over Watford at home because once again a big game and everyone just stepped up massively we knew that we had to get a result after what they did last time against us and um, we knew it was going to be tight fine margins you have to you know fight for every yard um, and I go back to kind of those individual performances of like, you know, not only obviously collectively as a team, we were excellent, but there were some real top individual performances that day as well uh, that helped us just go up several gears. Um, the likes of Kyra, EK, um, um, and obviously um, Meg. I'm thinking the name for a second. That's terrible. Um, so, yeah, there was... Um, yeah, it was it was a really big performance, and it was always going to take a uh, a moment of quality where um, you know either side was going to going to strike, and ultimately we scored a fantastic goal through Braz, um, and yeah, I mean, wow, what what a performance that was to to knock off a a title rival. Unfortunately, they went and won the league on goal difference, but at the time that that seemed like a massive win, and and that was up there with definitely with one of our performances of the season for me. Yeah, very good performance. Um, Neil the Diamond's gone for that, and uh, Maddie's gone for Cheltenham because goals, 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 and everyone loves seeing goals go in. Definitely eight at home. Uh, Blue, what's your pick? Um, or do you want me to share my pick? Because um, maybe, maybe I'm, I've just gone copying you guys all, all round. You go first, Ross. You go first. Um, oh, I forgot already what was mine. What's going on? Oh no! Oh no! I know. Sorry, I know. I know we lost this game, but. The um, the game against Lewis. Yeah, yeah okay. I thought about this. Yeah, because yeah. going toe to toe against an established championship side um, at AJ Arena, losing just one nil. It's not in a way it was different to the West Ham game. You know, we only lost one nil against West Ham, but once again, Lewis. I think it was, it was somewhat of a weldy, weren't it? Lewis scored outside the box. Yeah. Finish. Um, but yeah, I just felt we went toe to toe with a, a you know very good championship side. Um, and some players, like, you know, you mentioned Kieran, like Kyra played unbelievable in that game, didn't she? And there's a lot of players stepped up. And uh, yeah, if we just had one little bit of luck in the green, we could have maybe scored ourselves. But yeah. Yeah, there was maybe. one, I think, one glorious chance where I think, I think, was it Lucio O'Brien or, or Braz slipped Tash into the area and she had a great chance and she ended up just getting a foot stuck in the ground as she was about to, yeah. to hit the ball. I mean, if she she sticks that in the corner, like yeah, we go on and win that game 100 because 
I actually thought Lewis were really underwhelming. Like I was gutted after that game because I thought they were there for the taking and that we were by far the better team. Um, and ultimately it was a deflected goal that, that won it for them. I mean, but that's the fine margins of football. You know, we played at the high division team and, and they got the goal when it mattered, but I thought we were the better team. And yeah, I, I definitely considered this because I thought we played really well and we put everything into that. And, you know, if we get, a, you know, the rub of the green, then we, we knock them out. Yeah, sadly we didn't. But um, yeah, that, that's just my pick. Now I remember it. Now that's my pick. <laughs> Blue, over to you. Um, so I also went with that, but um, I'll give you the reason as well. Uh, similar to what you've mentioned, but I think if you're if you're someone who's never watched women's football before and you're told that one team is a championship team and one team is a tier three team, you'd bet your money that we were the championship team. Um, and yeah, it was. Yeah, I was slightly depressed after that day as well. Um, but an honourable mention to the last game of the season, Oxford. Although it actually meant nothing other than us finishing above them in the table, which I still find crazy. Um, but I think that game might, for sort of seasons to come, be really important. The fact that under a lot of pressure that players players on the pitch at the time didn't know um, the Watford Billericay score, so they've got the highest pressure. The league's at stake in their in their mind, um, and we could deliver. And I think it's also our first one against Oxford, isn't it, Kieran? It was, yeah. So yeah, I think that could be quite helpful in future, and perhaps it was sort of written off by, by bigger events that day. But um, yeah, I think it's worth a mention too. A big psychological victory, I think that. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, and in front, you know, because that was a day, weren't it, where the men were away and there was a beanbag of Warren Road, but there was still a decent crowd. And I'm sure yeah. hopefully there's a lot who went to that game and go, wow, I like that. I want to come again. So hopefully there'll be more people, you know, to games next season. But um, yeah, good choice. Uh, best away day. Now, this can be the game itself. This can just be the, the whole day, the travelling, the hotel and all that. Um, one game that is not going to be picked, and it is hashtag United. Uh, we won't go into that anymore. Though, that was a <laughs> dreadful game. That was dreadful. We'll move on. Sorry to bring that up for bad memories. We've got scars from that. Um, of course, we'll be playing them next season because they've been promoted. Um, but best away day, Blue, wh- where are you going with this? Oh, I don't know, you know, Ross. I'm not sure. Um, I did miss a few of the, the longer away ones, so I haven't got a full... But the one in December where we recorded the quiz, um, I can't actually really remember the game, but I remember like... It was you cold know, and we won. That's all we need to know. Yeah, it was a horrible game, but the whole overall stay element before the game, everything around the game, I really enjoyed. Um, so I think I'm going to go with that one. I remember the food being pretty good, quite, quite a good selection. And then we had like loads of games and all sorts after dinner, which was really fun. Um, and then obviously recorded the the quiz of which my performance was very poor. Um, but yeah, out of my memory, <laughs> that is the best away day. So I'm sure there'll be others. I can't vote for that because literally like mine and Ross's room was felt like we were crossing the border into Wales. It was that far away from everything. Um, so yeah, um, I, yeah. Not not my favourite, especially when it was cold, wet, miserable. 
and there were like no facilities where there Ross. Like there was no clubhouse or anything. It was just terrible. And for those that don't know, I ended up watching the second half from the front seat of the coach because oh, it was that day. Yeah, oh, so it was horrible. I do all the social media updates on my phone, and my phone was getting so wet that I couldn't dry it. So I was like, <laughs> I'm going to need to go somewhere dry. I tried standing underneath one of the stands, but because the wind was blowing, my phone was getting so drenched that I couldn't type. So I was like, right, I'm going to have to go sit in the coach and watch it from, you know, alongside Mick, Mick Dabs, a nice cup of tea, you know, got the job done. Nice. Um, have you told us yours yet, Kieran? No, you haven't. No, oh, I haven't. Take it away. <laughs> um, mine's Plymouth. Um, oh. That's the obvious far one. Away. Every, yeah, so far away. Everyone loves away, Kieran. It's so far yeah, away. Yeah, I know. It's miles away, but I just feel like it had a few really nice qualities, that trip. Um, so if you forget the travelling aspect for a, for a second of it, um, you know, playing in a what is a nice stadium, home park, um, we win 5-0, which is great. Crowd was like 2,000, so it was, you know, a decent decent crowd and a good away following for us. Um, <laughs> Michael Kennedy got swore at by Stephen Schumacher, the manager of Plymouth Argyle in the, in the like, <laughs> director's box area, which was funny. Um you had quite possibly the best post-match meal we had all mm. season with the Christmas dinner yeah. um, laid on in the players' lounge. And then there was a very funny moment afterwards as well where as we were leaving, they were handing out pastries and Pesk took one thinking it was like a chocolate pastry, like a pan of chocolate, bit <laughs> into it, like, thinking it was a dessert and it was a Cornish pasty. <laughs> Which was a very funny moment for all of us, just thinking, why would you just assume it was a chocolate dessert? Um, but for just a combination of things, it was just great. And then, you know, for, you know, and obviously there's been a bit of back and forth between town fans and Plymouth fans this season because of the, the title race in League One. But actually, they're a great club. They really are. They're so hospitable down there. Uh, I've really enjoyed our trips down there. I mean, I've been to Home Park four times now. That's quite a lot considering it's seven hours from here. Um, but yeah, I have enjoyed my trips down that way, so I'm going to go Plymouth. I've completely forgot about the roast dinner. I'm really, oh, that Christmas was, that was dinner. Solid. Was roast dinner, Christmas dinner. See, I yes. wasn't there for that. I wasn't, oh, I missed out on that one. You would have gravy though, wouldn't you? You would have gravy on your Christmas dinner though, wouldn't you? You'd have gravy. I would have, yeah. I saw yeah. And fine. was there stuffing on that Christmas dinner? Yes. Oh my God. Yeah, it was good. Although I think there's some players that actually didn't have any because it all went. I felt a bit guilty. I was like, they did like a Christmas dinner, but then they also did like some kind of like barbecue chicken and rice thing, didn't they? I think as well. Um, So some people had that, but yeah, no, it was very, very good. And to sit, that was was the first day of the World Cup as well. So we were all sat in there. They've got Shaking Stevens playing on the radio, and then we're watching the first game of the World Cup. Like, it was great. Um, I could see the sun setting, and I was thinking, it's gone five o'clock and we have got a long journey home now, but this is this is worth it, I think. Yeah, yeah. And we won the game. As we said before, if like we lost that game and like the thing you the thing when you lose against Plymouth and then you have to do that long journey home at must feel just so thankfully don't lose against Plymouth. But equally um, obviously we've got to go there again next season. I'm 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 not too confident they'll want to play us at home park again after beating them that five nil there twice in a row. Yeah. Um yeah. So. Okay. so it's a good day out, but it's a long trip. Uh, that isn't my pick, but it's a good option, though, Kieran. Um, uh, Maddie's 
brought some here. She's gone uh, Gillingham um, for the facilities, the game, Joe's 100th game, of course, MK, uh, Stadium MK. That was great that we had another stadium game. Um, she's also going London Bees because there's a Starbucks at the ground. Um, <laughs> and the corporate, so goal, Fair face enough. game, and all that. Fair um, enough. Yeah. Well, I was yeah. a bit rogue at first. I was like, mm. "Very random." Yeah. Not sure about that one, but yeah, sure I can see why. High yeah. on my list. Yeah, um, my pick is actually Gillingham as well because I was impressed by the setup at Gillingham, um, and I liked the the first half view we had, Kieran, as well. I got some sort of nice elevated mm. shots, um, and yeah, it was a nice little setup there. So, yeah. Shout out to Gillingham for that that new with Chatham Town. It was really good. It was Chatham Town, wasn't it? Yeah. Yes. Uh, the only the only downside was I remember us talking about this afterwards on on the podcast, which was um the the burger review, which was like five out of ten. Yeah. So uh, you missed out on an M and S meal deal. That's what I had. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you did. Very well, good. They did do a good good curry afterwards, didn't they? For the post match food. So yeah. To be fair, it was all right. It was, I've had nicer curries. I mean, yeah, but it was, it, yeah, like, it was better than the usual, you know, other stuff we get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Extra right. points for the poppadoms. Like, you know, yeah. when we have to, dis- like, places like Crawley, we have to disappear to Morrison's afterwards because it's late. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. But, no, um, it's been a, another season, of course, of travelling to here, there and everywhere. Um, yeah, props to everyone who's travelled, all the fans, um, just everyone who's been involved, you know, we do, we do get about, don't we? So uh, we've got a few other new journeys to come next season as well. Because is it Cardiff who have come up again? So another trip to, to Wales again. Enjoyed um, last trip to Wales, actually. I'm not, yeah, I'm not too uh, disappointed with going there again. They were lovely people as well, actually. Yeah. So uh, bring it on. Bring it on. Uh, okay, then. Next one is, I think, actually, it's the final one for me and Blue. Uh, Kieran, we haven't forgot. You've got to no, do your best. Best media person. We'll do um, best special guest then, Blue, first. Uh, who are you picking? We've had some great guests on. We've had lots of, of course, um, players, staff members, uh, of course, K-Dog. We've had Michael Kennedy, the um, sponsor of the podcast. Um, but who are you picking? We've had said, some really good players on who have stepped up with their questions because we've had a 10-question feature this year. There's been some good answers, some bad answers. Um, people who are on my bad list when they pick pineapple on pizza and all that. Um, but, yeah. Who, who are you picking? It's really difficult, isn't it? Was Nicola on this season, yeah. or last season? This good. season. Yeah, yeah, this season. Both, I think. She's been on it twice, I think. I think. Actually, I'm not sure. Anyway, Nicola is up there for me. Mm-hmm. Very good. Um, more recently, Holly Turner. Yeah. Really enjoyed that podcast. Um, there's been a few this season, which I've, I've got off the call and I've been like, yeah, you know, that was good. They were better than I was expecting. Um, trying to think who else. Lucio Bryan's always great. Yeah. Um, very good with her words. Very good at articulating. Um, Dr. Jack mentioned. I'm. I'm just mentioning. I'm going to go through all of our guests here. Everyone's been great. <laughs> there's one. There's what, one bloke. Though. There's one bloke. I don't know. Oh, he was a bit. This is, my, yeah. this is my fourth appearance on this show now. So <laughs> nearly as much yeah. as me, Karen. I know. I've nearly got. I'm half, nearly halfway to a testimonial here. So, <laughs> yeah, very much so. Um, um, do, do you know? Do you know my pick? Um, as I said, it's, everyone's been fantastic. It's been some great um, guests on, but um, do you know Frag Offrey? I thought she had a solid. She was appearance. good. She, she was very appearance. good. I was surprised by how good she was. Yeah, um, so, that's a great shout. 
I don't know, Kieran, what's the, I'm guessing you've listened to them all because you're such a mm-hmm. big fan of me and Ross as a duo. Mm-hmm. Um, what was your favourite to listen to off the top of your head? I mean, they're all pretty good. Um, from the one you were in. Yeah, I mean, Ross <laughs> is just the most amusing host yeah. ever. Um, so I was listening to his Kings of Anglia podcast earlier where he done uh, a special edition of The Strike um, which is his game show, a uh, shambolic game show yeah. um, for Andy Warren's last podcast, to which he had two jobs, which is to wear his gold sparkly coat and prepare the jingle, neither of which happened. And then he got the first answer wrong um, <laughs> when he's the quiz heist. So, um, yeah, I, I, Ross is my favourite. I'm sorry, Blue. because um, okay. And I think Joe will agree with me because sometimes... I'll get a text from Joe out of nowhere with something Ross has said on the podcast. I know, I know. Um, probably the best one this season is when you have Michael Kennedy on and you said, are those eyes in your eyes? Your actual eyes? Um, so <laughs> that, that was that was probably my favourite part of the season. Um, so, yeah, I don't think any individual... I mean, all the guests have been great. They're all great people. But, yeah, just I'm, just, I'm here for Roscoe. That is moment of the season, actually. Oh, that's, I completely forgot about that. Oh, <laughs> that's my so God. funny. That was, yeah. But you get where I was going with, though. Like, <laughs> right, no, we're, we're not going to go into it. We're not going to go into it. We're not going to go into it. Um, but, yeah, it's been it's been great. All the guests, um, as I said, thanks, everyone. Um, but, yeah, Kieran, who has been the best? What we, Actually, what are we going to call this, this award? Best media person... I don't know. We'll put this on the spot now, aren't we? Yeah. Best media, media player of the year. Media player of the year. Yeah. It's tough, actually, because there's some really, really good people in the squad. Um, Boz is one of them. Megan has been really good in her first season. Lucy O'Brien. Um, you know, we've, I, I don't think there's anyone now that I would say needs a lot of work. Um, <laughs> so, no, it, it's it's nice and relaxing for me knowing that no matter who I call upon, I'll get something out of it. Um, but if I had to pick someone who I just love speaking to on camera, and that's EK, because the passion just comes through every time. And I just, I, I heart back, I think it was the pre-match I'd done with her after your return, Blue. And I asked her about seeing you return. And she got a bit emotional and welled up in the interview. And I was like, do you know what? I respect that. Because it shows, like, she wears her heart on her sleeve. She bleeds blue. This is her club, you know. She's one of our own. And every time I speak to her, I just know I'm going to get something quality out of her that the fans are going to listen to. Because you know what? I bloody love this player. So, yeah, EK is always fantastic. So, if I had to pick someone, it would be a difficult decision, but I would go with EK. No, good choice. She's been on twice, actually, this season, EK. Of course, um, early in the season and, of course, the last episode. So, shout out to her. Um, I didn't mention Neil's um, best away game, actually. Sorry, Neil, if you are still listening. Um, he's gone Billy Ricky because, yeah, big win at the time. And it was he's only a league away game. So, uh, so yeah, props to him. Um, well, that is the awards done, I think. I'm not missing any categories, am I, guys? No, I think that's it. That's good. Um, that's gone longer than planned. But I hope you've enjoyed, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we have now got the quiz. So, Kieran Stanley... Have you got have you got a golden jacket? 
Do I look like I've got a golden jacket? No, you don't. Do <laughs> I? Should I just? Should I wear it just to? Maybe it'll give me luck. Should I put my mm. golden jacket on? I'm not really. No. Oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking um, around my I phone. I haven't really got anything in Nothing. here at the moment that I can I can put on. Um, Ross has just decided. Oh, we <laughs> just oh wow! There you go, Blue. What? Once your incredible media career has come to an end, you are destined for Strictly. <laughs> no, I'm not a dancer. I, I don't. I can dance, but when I'm had a lot yeah, of beers, in the... you know, it's not like you just go on. They go, just get on with it. Yeah, I know. I've got to do a lot of training and stuff. Um, but yeah, I'll put the jacket on. Just get me some luck. But Kieran, you are going to be the quiz master. Um, so take it away, my friend. Blue, best of luck. Okay, so as we know, this is the the third quiz we have done on Tractor Girls Talk. We did one at the end of last season, which Ross won. We did one in the hotel at Cheltenham, which Ross won. So Ross is going for the hat trick, the match ball this time around. I have got 10 questions here based on events from the season and also a tiebreaker at the end of it if needed, but we'll probably end up doing it anyway. Yeah. So, Blue, as always, keep score. Okay, hang on, let me just get a pen. Yeah. Don't trust me. Don't never trust me keeping the score because yeah. All right, guys, stop pen. Yeah, mine is being full focus for. It's fine. It's fine. Asking these questions that took me about five minutes to write. No fair play. Okay. 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 I'm going to start you off nice and easy. I think I want to ease you in, get you some points on the board early on. So the first question is, who scored our first goal of the season? Oh bollocks. I hate the fact that you called this an easy question and I'm going to get it wrong. <laughs> oh, actually, I think I know, actually. What was the, can I have the game that we first scored our first goal in? Yeah. Which was? Gillingham at home, second game of the season. God. Uh, I just have no well, I need, like, pen and paper or can I just shout out my answer? Or do you mean to... Let me just think. Let me just think first, Ross, and then. I normally, it. yeah, normally I do when I host it. I do actually ask my contestants to have pen and paper, but I don't actually have any pen and paper. So, so I'm happy for you to just say your answer. Yeah, I'm going rogue. I'm going rogue. Um, I've got I my answer. I literally have no idea. I can't remember the goal. I can't really remember the game, but I know the game, of course. But I don't remember the game itself. Very game. Okay. Um... I'll go first because I have no idea. I've gone with Anna Gray. That is my pick as well, Anna Gray. I told you, you were both getting points on the board and that's exactly what you've done. Come well, on. See, it wasn't so bad, was it? Um, no. The goal was, it was actually quite a nice worked goal and then like we knocked it around for a bit and then Tash flipped the ball on, set Anna through on goal. She went around the goalkeeper and put it in. Nice. So that was decent. So... Good start for you two. I'm, I'm, I'm impressed. Should we stop it now, Ross? Or? <laughs> yeah, stop the count. Stop the count. <laughs> Question number two. Which two players made their debut away at QPR in the League Cup? Oh, I wasn't even there. Bloody I wasn't hell. even there. Oh, no. I know one player. And you can have I'm... half a point for each. Half a point? If you only get one. <sighs> I know oh. one player. What is the other player? No, did she make a debut that game? Or did she play that game? 
there's some people shouting us. There'll be some really good experts out there listening. I'll go, oh, how, how don't you know? Because what's happened? Right, I've written down two. Actually, well, if I tell, because just in case people think I'm going to be just copying you, I'll go first because you've got pen and paper. Uh, I haven't got a second player. My first player is Nina. Mialu, Mialu. <laughs> right, <laughs> moving on. Uh, Blue? Yes, the goalie. Um, and did she make her debut in this game? No, I think she played the other... Oh, I'm thinking of Nia Evans, but no, because I know she scored, but did, that wasn't her debut, was it? She must have played in the league. I think it was one of the academy players. Oh, I'm just... Uh, bollocks. Uh, yeah, Nina and Leah Mitchell. Blue? Yeah, I went with those two, but I now think they're wrong from your reaction, Kieran. Okay, so you both get half a point each because Nina Miolo is one of the two. Is it Liz? The other one is Freya Godfrey. Oh, no! Oh, yeah. got assist, didn't she? She's she got no. two assists and debut. That was her first Oh, game. bollocks. I wasn't there, so... <laughs> All right, Ross. Yeah, that's, my, that's my excuse. One of the half points. Blue, you've almost totaled last time, so well done. Come on. See, this is the issue, Karen. I'm peaking too early, I think. Yeah. Okay, question number three. How many minutes did it take Pesk to register an assist in her comeback match? Oh, bloody hell. I, I can see the figure. Because you tweeted about it for sure. We did. Oh, God. It can't be long, can it? Can't be long. Um, um, how many assists did she get in total, Kieran? How many did she get in total? Yeah. Six. Six. Do I go six? Just to... Just, mm. Kieran, this closest win? Yeah, because obviously yeah, it could be. Okay, I'll write down a number then. Oh, God, what was it? I think it's actually... Sh- I'm going to go... Well, actually, I'll let you write down first and then I'll say... So I'd be tactical here. Okay, I've written one down. Okay. Mine is Blue Wilson's number four. What have you got, Blue? 14 minutes. Ross, you're bang on. Four minutes. Four minutes? Four just... minutes. There we go. Oh, yeah, it was four oh, minutes. Oh, no. Oh. I get down one point, so surely. No, you don't. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, that should have been really. It should have been. Okay, question number four. So you mentioned this game earlier, which is the Lewis game in the FA Cup, fourth round in January. Who was that player that scored the winning goal for Lewis? I know. I actually know because I picked her out to be like the one oh, to watch. It was a girl, um, the German girl who'd done her ACL twice, maybe. Yeah. And she's, oh. she's not German, by the way. Well, she played, oh, she's not German. German. <laughs> she's played in Germany then. There was some German connection. I'm yeah, pretty I'm sure she's from New Zealand. I think she'd be playing Germany though. Does her surname end in like TT? I think it does. No. Something. Oh, okay. I'm trying to remember her first name. Is it got to be a full name? I will give you a point if you get the surname, to be fair. Oh, God, I don't even know it. I, know I don't know why I is. know this. I don't know why I know this. I, I shouldn't really. Maybe I do actually remember things more. No, you're good, Ross. You're much better than me. No, I don't know, Ross. Give, uh, do the do the honours. 
It's it's Croft in it, but I'm trying. I think I know her first name. I think is it like it's given with Emily. V isn't it? Emily. Emily or Emil, and but it's not like with a Y. It's just like. <laughs> Kiri, are you giving nothing away? <laughs> What's your it's, final answer? It's Croft, a last name. I, I know it's given with E. Like I think it is Emily Croft. I think it's Croft, but obviously that's not my oh, answer. But I think oh, it's Croft. Croft. Yeah, that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying, really. But as you know, I can't pronounce things, and I'm Suffolk. So, so Blue, what is actually your answer? Oh no, I can't because I've heard Ross's. I didn't okay. know. Okay, well, it is Emily Craft. Oh, so I, I don't I know. What, it's a difficult one because you're very close, but her name isn't Croft. <laughs> but I was saying K though. By the way, I got Emily. That's yeah. good from me. Well done. Yeah. Uh, don't give it to me, Kieran, because I, I do. I think you give Ross half because he got bang on. Um, yeah. Okay. We'll give, we'll give you half because you did say Croft when it is Craft. So you have half a point. Potato, potato. Yeah. Okay. Sticking with the opposition goal scorer theme here. Um, obviously, Blue mentioned this earlier with the late equaliser for Watford, Chinese farmer. Um, who was the player who equalised for Watford in the last minute at Grosvenor Vale? Oh, God. I have no idea. Oh, oh, no. I th- no. Once I again, I will take the surname. Right, I'll write mine down. I don't know I'm any sure, but... players. I think I know one player. I don't think she scored. I'm trying to read like a match report now. I'm trying to like, I'm trying to go to a match report. Give me a name, match report. No. You don't read my match reports. You just copy and paste them on the program. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm just, I'm just going to say a player. She didn't score, but this is only what player I know. I'll top my head. Baptiste. She probably didn't score, but I'm just saying her. Um, she got Simbin that game, Ross. Oh, man, that's why I remember. <laughs> yeah, um, she was on the pitch when that when the goal went in. <laughs> I think she, she was. She, I think she was on the pitch. She, okay. she did. She just come on. I can't remember. I went with Poppy Wilson. That's right. Ding, ding, ding. That is the correct answer. Come it's on. Well done, Blue. Great yes. answer. Do you know what? I did feel it was like Sutton, Sutton Wilson, but I just thought, nah, I'm just trying to think. But... You just thought Wilson, that's not a goal-scoring name. <laughs> I scored a you know, goal of the season last year. That's carried over to this year. Okay, moving on to question number six. What's um, the scores, by the way? Oh, yeah. sorry, it's... Scores and doors. Uh, I have two and a half points. You have three points, Ross. It's okay. tight. Tight. Right. So question six. Um, so this season, because of their demise and relegation, was our last ever visit to, well, not say last ever visit, but last visit for a while to, to Bridgewater United. They got relegated from our division. We won't miss that ground. Um, but what is the name of their home ground? Are we allowed to swear on this podcast? Um, I take it away. I don't know. I don't know your captain role model. Probably not. No, absolutely not. Yeah, I can know because yeah, no one should be looking up to me. Uh, <laughs> if they do, then good luck to them. <laughs> um, oh God! 
I have oh. no idea. Like, isn't it a, is that a rugby pitch as well or a rugby club? That's at the that's at the back of it. A back of it. Although oh. saying the state of the grass, you, you yeah. might have had rugby played on it. Oh. I don't know, you know. Oh. I would I oh do you know what? Didn't we say it wrong on the pod once or Yeah, I think we probably or more likely we did, yeah. Or loads of grounds. Oh, once again, Kieran, you would have gave like told me what to put for the graphic as well on this. Yeah. When oh. it's said, it'll be like one of those where I'm like, it's a very oh, yes. forgettable place. I'm I'm very glad that we do not have to go back there again next season. Yeah. Um, my guess, I have no idea. So I'm going to guess something farm. Something farm. Football club. Ah, I have no idea. So that is my answer. No idea. Okay, so no points for review. It is Fairfax Park. Oh yes, yes it is. Fairfax. Fairfax oh. Park. I'm, I'm oh. and every, I knew there was like an X in it. Two times we've been there, I've I've looked around and gone. Man United come here. Ella <laughs> Toon and Alessia Russo had to get changed in the shipping container. Yeah. <laughs> just let that sink in Um, question number seven is all about Blue in which minute did Blue make her return in the win against Plymouth Argyle you know I don't actually know this yeah yeah, you were very in the zone as we have established well it should have been sooner but because wasn't it like Joe was saying about Boz like Boz was like limping a little bit yeah I was like don't just put me on <laughs> so it could have been sooner, but yeah. Um oh god, I have no idea. I've got a number in my head and I don't want to I'm gonna keep to that number because if I change it and then if I yeah, I'm gonna kick myself if I yeah, because once again it's closer, isn't it, Kieran? Closest to correct answer gets the point. Um, um are, you, are we getting an extra point if you're bang on or not, Kieran? No. Um, I'm going to go 85. I, I was I was saying 81. That's what I was thinking. It's 85. Well done, Blue. You're in your own minute. <laughs> I actually uh, thought it was either 84 or 86. So I went bang in the middle of 85. I didn't actually think it was going to be 85, but I'll take that 85. point. Maybe 81 is when you're like warming up. That's maybe what yeah. I'm thinking. I she was still on the touchline at 81, didn't get on to 85. 65 was when I was warming up, Ross. Jesus, yeah. that's what I felt like. Yeah. Okay, moving on to question eight. And we beat Gillingham 1-0 in Joe's 100th game in charge. Now, at the time of that victory, how many wins was Joe on as manager in 100 games? Of course, this has now changed because we've played fixtures since then. But as, as of the 100th game, how many had he won out of 100? Oh, I asked you this, Kieran, for the bloody stat for a piece I'm doing. Ah, oh, I've got a number down. I don't think it just. Yeah, I'm not sure if it's right, but I don't know. It just came to me. Do you know what we could have easily? Because I mentioned in Kieran when we said um, his hundredth game, I said, "Oh, he's got a good stat." You could have said like the amount of wins, and that mm. would have like ruined this answer. Exactly um, why I didn't mention it, Ross. Yeah, well played. Well played, smart, you know. Smart, <laughs> quiz master. I would have just said, yeah, all the stats are ready. <laughs> um, well, I'll say mine. 
And I think it's a nice round number. I think it's 70. I have gone with 72. It's a point for Blue Wilson. 72. Come on! Ross, you're bottling this. And of course, now that is now 75 wins in 103 matches. Oh, bollocks. Why so all I you need to do, Ross, was just take that figure I gave you yesterday and subtract three. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Question number nine. Score update. Score, oh, yeah, update. score update. Is that because you're winning? No, no, no. Absolutely right. not. Um, so scores on the doors. Ross, you have how many questions have we had, Kieran? Eight. You've so far scored three out of eight. I mean, it's, it's not. I got it's one not bang on, so I should have got double points, but we're not playing that game. Oh, okay, okay. Um, and I have got. Let me just count. <laughs> Hang on, just give me a few more minutes to count all these. Hey, what these accountancy lessons are doing you the world of good? Four and a half points. Come on. Okay, Ross, you need to bring it back. Yeah. Okay, so question number nine. Obviously, a very, very good loan spell, dual registration spell for Freya Godfrey. Made 16 appearances for the club during her time with us. But how many goal contributions did oh, she have? You, why did you do that? I know the goals, but not the assists. So combined goals and assists. Oh, God in 16 God. appearances. I literally, I was about to show off and I went, oh, I know this. And then when you said contribution, I thought, you oh, He's a smart quiz master, this boy. He is. <laughs> oh, how many assists has she got? I don't even know how many goals she's got. So that's, I guess. Oh, dear. Maybe she did do that. Of course, I don't think we've said, have we said blue since we've been on? Um, congratulations to Freya for making her debut in another appearance for Arsenal. No, we haven't. So, um, so, yeah, big congrats to her. That is, yeah. Very good. Reward um, for an excellent season with us. Yes, and, for sure. Um, yeah, great to see her now flourishing at Arsenal. And, um, you know, yeah, wish her obviously all the best with, with whatever comes next after, after you know, helping us this season. And, um, yeah. Yeah. The question is, how many goal contributions should you get? Come Am on. I going first, Ross? Uh, yes, as I may know the amount of goals she scored by assists, uh, it's yeah, shot in the dark. That one, um, I went that. with I've written a number down, but I'm now second guessing. Uh, I'm actually, going... as you're writing it down, I'll say mine because just in case you say what I'm thinking, then I'm like, oh, I can't go for it. Okay, yeah, okay, my favorite number. Please help me, favourite number. Twelve. Twelve. You're relying on favourite numbers. Yeah. Um, I had written down 15. Okay, Ross, you got the point. Your favourite number's come through for you. It is 12. Yes. Is it? Yeah. Eight eight goals, goals, four assists. Okay. I went with seven goals, eight assists. No, yeah, seven goals, eight assists. That that was my guess. points, please, yeah. Bang on. Okay, so going into the last question, correct? Yes. Doors on the doors. Four for Ross, four and a half to me. Oh, <laughs> I'll tell you what, you know, this has been, this has probably been the, the, the closest quiz yeah. we've had. So, for sure. Yeah. Okay, the final question is, 
Now, we have had both Bonnie and EK do stellar jobs filling in for Blue as captain over the last couple of years. But what I want to know is, how many times has EK captained the side this season? Oh, my God. Okay, but what are we counting as captaining? Like, walking the team out? or yes. Walking the team out, okay. Yeah. So, if it's transferred during the game, that doesn't count? No, no. The starting captain. And I will also give you the, the um, number of games as well, which was a, t- a total of 28 matches this season. 28 matches. So it's just for the season, okay. Yeah. So how many of those 28 matches was EK the starting captain? Oh, Jesus. This is a difficult question. That's a really good question. Really I good can't question. bottle it on this, surely. Because, yeah, I could, if I get this right, I steal it, don't I? Um, oh, no. Half point. Do I. Do I go there? Do I go there? Silence. This, this is intense, ladies and gentlemen. Hope you have enjoyed this quiz. That's now you got on. Or no, how Joe got on. Gaffer. He would have got all of them, I reckon. No, oh, I've, I've written a number down, Ross. Okay. Do I go a nice round number again? And do I go with a squad number, an EK squad number? But is that too much? Maybe it's not too much. Maybe it's too little. <laughs> ten. Just ten. Go on. I've gone ten. Just second-guessing yourself over and over again. Yeah. So you've gone ten? Yeah. I've got nine written down. <laughs> so there will be a point for the closest. And the correct answer is... Seven. Oh, yes. Get in. Gets the point. So, EK captain seven times, Bonnie captain 21 times. Oh, you know what? That that feels good. Unlucky Ross. Unlucky on Hattrick. No Hattrick today. Now, do you want to have a go at the tiebreaker question just for a bit of fun? Gamble. Gamble. I don't think Blue's gambling after waiting this long for a victory. Hang on. So if if I win this uh, tiebreaker as well, does that mean we're equal on? Oh, this is this is a gamble. Come on, him. Yeah, I'll take. I'll I'll shake your hand right now, but it's up to you. You Can decide on it. But I have to get it bang on, don't I, Kieran? I have to get it bang on. If it's a bang on question, I mean, if you get it absolutely bang on, I'll be flabbergasted. (laughs) Okay, there you go, Blue. Right, let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. Okay, the tiebreaker question is as follows. What was our accumulative home attendance during the 2022-23 season? And that's exactly what I said. If you get this bang on, are we flabbergasted? But there were, well, there are 14 home games this season, but one of those was behind closed doors against Portis Head, so I've taken that out. So this okay. is based on 13 games. Am I allowed to use a calculator for this, Kieran? Yeah. You can do if you want yeah, to, but you. it's closest to the number, the accumulative attendance across those 13 home features. Okay. I was hoping you are going to say the average, because I know you sent me over the average. I was like, it's yes, it's in. What was the average, by the way? I think 426. 
<sighs> We've had a few. We had a few cup games, didn't we? Fourteen game, home games. Okay. I'm just gonna pick a random number. Do we you get go them? first, Ross? I've written. I've written my answer down, by the way, so I won't be. Um. Let's go for. 9,653. I don't know. <laughs> Is that too little? I don't know. That's probably too much, actually. That's what I've gone for. So nine. Okay. Whatever. I went 5,964. Yeah, Blue's the closest. Ross, you're absolutely miles out. You nearly went double. Um, the, correct, <laughs> the correct answer is 5,340. Okay. Hell. I'll just be a nice. I'll just be a nice to our, you know, the fan base. We're just that big, aren't we? Yeah. That big. Yeah. Yeah. Five thousand three hundred forty across thirteen games. So yeah. Oh damn it! You were close. You were really actually close. So so what was the average again? Forty six times thirteen. Five five three. It would have got close. I'm not sure whether that was the the league average or whether that includes the cup fixtures as well. Okay. Okay. Um, I'll take it. I'll take another win. <laughs> and that yeah. concludes the third Tractor Girls Talk quiz. Thank you very much for listening. I've been Kieran Stanley. Thank you very much. Goodbye. Thank you. Good quiz. Good quiz, Kieran. Very good quiz. Um, yeah, Blue, as you've won, as always, um, you can do your, your speech. And I will actually say you're allowed to now tie with me because... I bottled that tiebreaker as well. So we're now tied on the quiz uh, going into next season. So uh, take it away. Um, I'd just like to thank, firstly, Kieran, your poker face throughout, <laughs> even when we said our answer first. There was no change. There was no smile. There was just a poker face. So that was great. Um, I'd like to thank, who else do I, do I want to thank? Yeah, I think that's about it. It's you know, it's a self self made win. Um, I've I've been training long and hard for this. It's been a mental battle for the past however long I've been on this podcast. So I'm just pleased that I can I can remain on it because I think if I'd lost this one, I would have had to reconsider my position here on Track to Girls Talk. So this this um, was your Billa, this was your Billericay victory, wasn't it? This was my Billericay uh, victory and. Yeah, to be honest, the only way is up. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited about the future and I hope you will follow my journey. Fair play. Um, Thanks, yeah. everyone. I think that's the perfect way to end, really. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Uh, Kieran, um, it's been great to have you on the podcast once again. Um, how do you reflect on, on this season, my friend? You know, it's been a, another season of ups and downs. It ended not the way we wanted, but a goal difference, which is just incredible. Um, but yeah, a season to remember once again. Yeah, yeah. Look, it's been it's been a tough season, both on and off the pitch. Um, you know, obviously we we had a really difficult start, and have had to deal with with a few things such as an injury crisis and you know bare bones squad and and whatnot. Um, but the way we've responded in the turn of the new year, I think, has been remarkable. Um, to go, you know, from losing our first game of, of the season, losing our second game of the season, then responding, 
losing the first game of 2023, which we really shouldn't have lost. And then, as Blue said, you know, the, the response from that late equaliser at Watford to finish the season with 10 consecutive wins, conceding just once in that time, is astonishing form and really should have warranted a league title. And unfortunately, it wasn't to be. Um, the goal difference, you know, was I think it was about 11 we missed out on. So it wasn't overly close. Um, but I think I look back on it as another strong season. If you, I mean, at the end of the day, we finished a, a position higher than what we did last year. Um, we, we've picked up some big victories. We were undefeated against Oxford and Watford this season, um, which, is, which is big. Um, another reasonably good run in the FA Cup. So I think it would be, you know, remiss of us not to look at it as, a, a, a you know, a good season because it has been. Yes, it hasn't ended the way we, we would have hoped and we all wanted to be a part of that. Well, I say we wanted to be a part of that playoff game, the, the final one, because, it's, you know, obviously it's a good thing that's changing. Um, but I think overall, considering what we've what we've shouldered this season to to narrowly miss out on the title and goal difference um, and to have had the runs we've had this season is, is, is fantastic. And it gives us an awful lot of, of belief and confidence and a lot to build on going into next season where where we could be considered the favourites to do it. I think it just that, that one extra push next year and, you know, fingers crossed come, come May 2024, where we stood there with some silverware and where we're in the championship. Yeah, bring it on. Um, we're going to have, of course, a season review, as we mentioned, um, next week. Um, so tune in for that. Joe Sheehan, the gaffer, will be with us, Blue. Um, and yeah, it's been another great podcast. Thanks again, Kieran. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Um, shout out to, of course, John Fallon's solicitors, Mark Kennedy. He's actually given me his player, sponsored player of the year, and he's gone for an obvious one. Megan Waring is his choice. Um, so congratulations for Megan for winning so many awards this season. Uh, and just the whole team as a whole. So, um, Blue, I'll let you take it away. Outro, we've got one more show before we have a nice little break for the off-season. But, uh, yeah, take it away. One more show. It's sad, isn't it? Um, but thank you if you've got this far. It's been a long old pod. Um, let us know how you got on with the quiz. Um, did you beat my five and a half points that I finished on? Or were you a bit lower? Um, with four, I think, Ross, you finished on. Um, but yeah, let us know, and we'll catch you next week for a full season review.